Hey everyone, welcome back to the Finding Your Edge podcast. My name is Sam Smith, and on this episode, Jane and I had a discussion about finding your purpose in life. Probably like, wait, finding your purpose, is that that something that's really attainable? Can we actually do that? Is that a dream, or is it just something that can never be fulfilled? Or something that's like a cliche? But I'm glad to tell you guys, you can get closer. We give you guys some insight from our own life and give you guys some ideas and some strategies to help you get closer to that, whether that be taking a look at your own social circle and the type of people you include in your life or looking at how you give of your time outside of the things you do for work. So something we were talking about earlier that's a really big theme in our culture is being productive and also we're kind of tying that into how do you live more intentionally with more purpose and do more fulfilling things in your life and I think that we kind of take this for granted a lot of the time and we can kind of get comfortable like in certain jobs mm-hmm. or doing certain things. But we all have a very innate desire to do something great with our lives. And finding purpose yeah, in our lives. Yeah. And I think that that's really important. And it's something that you really need to hold in your your focus and in your heart and make sure that you're not living from a place of complacency. And I say this as a person that has done that for years in the past. Living complacently. Yeah. And living from a place where I didn't feel much fulfillment from what I was doing. And I felt every day was kind of the same, like going through the motions and it felt very disconnected in a way from anything that was more purposeful. So I think I tried to stay busy and like fill my day up with a lot of things or I'd go on social media or just kind of fill my day up with things that didn't really matter to me. But I didn't have really a direction. And I feel like a lot of people are kind of in that camp. I think it's funny you say that because I was just, as you were talking about your job before, mm-hmm. I was having like just visions of like who that past Gina was. Uh-huh. I'm like, those are two different people. Yeah. Compared to like the one that's right in front of me. <laughs> and then the one that... Worked in a biotech lab. Yeah. And left me in her apartment during the day while she had to go to work that one day. Oh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's it's pretty amazing how... She was a busy girl. Yeah, definitely. She was busy trying to be successful and get a job that she kind of liked, but it was more 
like socially acceptable. Oh, okay, cool. You're in biotech, went to school for it, and it makes sense, and mm -hmm. it's safe, and it's getting a paycheck, it's reliable. And none of that's inherently bad. It was just not aligned for me. And that's something that you just know internally. No one can tell you that. They can probably look at your life and see, oh, you're not really that into that, you know? Yeah, I think that's a good, th that's a good thing if you, if you're seeking that. Um, if you kind of know when you're looking from your life from the outside and kind of like, I, something's not right here. Yeah. People from the outside can definitely have like sometimes a better vantage point of your own life. Just basically looking at you. And tell like you, this isn't the place for you. Hmm. Did you feel that when you were looking at me like a couple years ago? Um, I mean, I wouldn't, I don't think I could feel that for you or would be able to see that. Because I, yeah. I feel like the people I'm talking about that would be able to see this isn't the place for you or you don't feel in it, I feel would be those people that can see you day in and day out mm -hmm. working that job or living that yeah that narrative yeah i wish i'd be able to see it from <laughs> almost 400 miles away in southern california but <laughs> yeah i don't think so yeah i get that it's more of a kind of day-to-day -day thing yeah. yeah i think it definitely shows though and if you're around someone you can tell mm -hmm. and i think you can tell a lot of because you'll notice how they're energized or not energized, or if they're inspired or not inspired. They're excited, not excited about mm -hmm. it. And that was one of the things that most stood out to me. Like you were saying, there is a feeling of something's not right, and you feel like there's something more for you, and you feel that... And you don't necessarily know what that is, but you feel that this isn't it. There's something more. There's a doubt. There's a question. And when you're really aligned with what you actually would love to be doing, you don't have that anymore. Yeah. You're just excited about it. Did you have supervisors or bosses that took that much notice in you as an employee to know? Or like, I feel like that worked or helped you work on your own personal development. Did they notice like yeah, that I wasn't they, that into it? Yeah. Because I, I don't like, know. <laughs> hearing hearing that, like me at my current job, I definitely have a boss who's very in tune, mm -hmm. not only with just me as one of her employees, but like all um, the people on her team. And really like goes that extra mile mm. to find out like is... Like, mm -hmm. do you enjoy, yeah. enjoy your job? Super important. Yeah. Yeah. And she pays, I just, I noticed that because I've had conversations with her and she pays attention. She's like, you seem to like X type of tasks or X projects or different things. Like, I think I told you before that I'm a very project based person. Like I like large projects that I can like focus on, get down and hunker down and, mm -hmm. and spend the months two months three four a year or whatever it takes to see that project through to the finish line and that's like that's a big 
a big area where I find purpose in things is like projects. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm always, I'm always looking for the next project or the next thing to do sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like I'll, every weekend you'll call and I'm always at my mom's house doing something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she always has projects. I'm like, I really enjoy working on stuff that I could do with yeah. my hands, building stuff for her or helping her get her house squared away. And it's always a nonstop thing. Yeah. There's always a new something else yeah what do you like about that process um i mean it's project based i get to work with my hands yeah is one thing um i mean she pays me (laughs) (laughs) there's that benefit yeah but yeah it aligns it aligns with the things that like i really i really enjoy yeah yeah that's good to Mm. notice like just and to not take that for granted, like, oh, the, these are the things that excite me or I enjoy. And I think there's some weird idea that we have in our culture that you have to suffer in your work or work shouldn't be fun. And it's like the separate part of your life where you just go do it and then you clock out and then it's kind of over with. And one thing that I'd like yeah, people to hopefully get from this or just like some inspiration is that you don't have to do that. And and it's not, it's not even you don't have to, like you really are not serving yourself by being there. Yeah. It's difficult when you live in a, like we live in a society that doesn't teach that or doesn't put value on. Encourage, yeah. Yeah. Or encourage helping you create that framework from like your early childhood years or in, yeah in like middle school high school and etc like we're taught to get jobs and go in the workforce yeah like there's nothing else around They're like what do you like like what things interest you maybe you should do an apprenticeship like a lot of european countries do and help you basically you test you play you yeah. meddle with everything prior to you turning 18 or etc whenever you feel it's time to yeah get a job and be a contributing member to society yeah it's way more empowering that way it actually feels like you are getting to know what you like you're getting to know yourself mm-hmm. where do i actually want to be there's more choice for you and it gets you that much closer to purpose yeah whereas i feel like we do it backwards yeah here and then like our education system is like so ancient and old and needs to be revamped but ours is backwards like we go to your like primary school and then it's like all right pick a major yeah study it for four years if it's in the healthcare field or something else it's like all right add another two three on top of that and then finally when you're done now you're going to work in that field that you've been studying so long about and you wake up one day and you're like, I actually hate this. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a lot of people. Yeah. And it takes it takes a lot of courage to admit that to yourself. Oh, I wasted, not wasted, but I went through so many years of investing in this and now I don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. It's definitely not wasted, but... Yeah, just to admit that to yourself for anything, even a relationship or just anything you've invested a long time in, and just to recognize, oh, I don't actually like this, or I don't like it anymore. 
Yeah. And I think your situation is like a little unique because you like, it's just you, if you will. And you're having to, you got to work that out by yourself living here in the Bay and you were just on your own. Whereas I think, like, think people that may live with their parents during the time where mm-hmm. they're going to school, have graduated and have their jobs. And there's probably like so many other variables that they have to take into consideration and think about, or maybe a family system that's not going to be so supportive of, no, we spent all this hard-earned money on your college and your education. And this is like, yeah. this is the direction you should go. It's right. Makes the most money. Pays well. Yeah, totally. It takes a lot of courage to say, hey, it's not your life. It's my life. Yeah. And thanks for investing in me. Now I'm going to go another direction, you know? Yeah. And ultimately, yeah, some people will have a very easy time with that. Their family will be supportive and others won't. And yeah, it really takes that clarity of knowing this is what I really want to do. And at a certain point, if you just want that bad enough, it's it's just inescapable. Like, you're going to have to disappoint some people. And it's not your job to not disappoint people. Yeah. Like, on a smaller scale, there are days where I feel like I'm not diving into... Like, not, dive, not diving into my purpose, or but, like, on a smaller scale, I feel like I don't have a purpose. Mm. Today, for example... Woke up super late, right around 12, 12.30 or so, had breakfast for lunch, and then proceeded to spend the next few hours just, to me, what felt like wasting away on Instagram and TikTok and just scrolling <laughs> and scrolling. And then you wake up and you realize, oh, an hour's passed. And automatically beat yourself up about it, like that was a waste of time or like, what am, what am I doing? Mm-hmm. I'm not being purposeful. And conversely, like it's kind of okay because I took this whole week off from work. This is like my vacation time. I'm taking time off and I haven't taken any time off for like the past year throughout this whole pandemic or anything. And I haven't taken any time for myself. So it's like, I'm well within my right to just, do that sleep in not Mm -hmm. really do anything right like if i wanted to waste away for the whole week that i took off and sleep in and scroll instagram like do that if that's the thing that makes you happy yeah why not (laughs) there's just like there's a part of me that is like but i took all this time off and i'm so used to this go, go, go. I'm at work. There's always a project. There's always something to do. Like there's really Mm -hmm. never a dull moment for the most part. And then now when I'm faced with a week of a potential dull moment, I'm like, oh no. Mm -hmm. The first thing that comes to my mind is like, I need to get back to work. Mm. I'm like, why did I take all this time off? I don't know what to do with it. I should be working. I Mm -hmm. should be doing something productive. I should be doing something that has purpose. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just like a, it's, it's an endless cycle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when you're feeling that, do you feel like, does it stem from a place of like 
more of excitement of like, I want to go get back to doing those things? Or does it kind of feel like it's hard to give yourself permission to rest? Or maybe both. I don't know if it's hard to give myself permission to rest because I slept until 12. <laughs> so well, I think I gave myself a lot of permission. feel guilty about it. <laughs> I give myself lots of permission to rest sometimes, maybe a little too much. Um, but yeah, I think definitely it's hard to give myself permission to not feel guilty about mm-hmm. those times when I may not be the most productive because we live in a culture that tells you if you're not doing something, you're lazy. Yeah. It's super t- tied to self-worth. Yeah. Like you're, yeah, that's a very strong narrative in our culture. Your productivity equals your worth is a narrative. Yeah, 100%. And also... And that's so backwards. It is, yeah. Because, yeah, that goes back to, like, what we were talking about, like, our school system and then also the workforce. We're tied to this 9-to-5, 40-hour work week. And it's like productivity doesn't equal worth because not everybody needs the same amount of time to be productive. Yeah. And also it's like, what are you doing it for? Like, what does productive even mean? I feel like we equate it to kind of like money or some sort of outward-facing success. And that's also backwards, too. (laughs) Like, all these things are backwards. Uh, And you don't... It's good to notice them. You don't have to opt into any of them. But it's good to notice them because they do affect us. Mm -hmm. And if you're unconscious of them, then they are bound to affect you more. But yeah, I think it's good to notice that if you ever feel bad about resting or not being productive and just checking yourself. Like, okay, this is not tied to my self-worth. Yeah, I think some things, one thing that I've done in the past when... I notice there's like a lack of productivity or I want to get closer to that point called purpose. And I mean, that's what this is all about. Like, how do we get closer to that point of purpose? One thing that I'll do is like take my time and donate it to something else or someone else. And that always gives me a very, very good sense of purpose, whether it's, Mm -hmm. I'm helping my mom out on the weekend and yes there's like other benefiting factors that I get paid and etc but I mean even if she didn't pay me I'd still help her out and I finished those days having helped her out woodworking whatever it is building stuff in their house or helping her I don't know the other weekend I was doing an accent wall in her house um and I end those days like feeling very accomplished and very, mm-hmm. I don't know, satisfied and like just proud of the work that I did that day. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost akin to like volunteer work, if you will. Yeah. So like I feel like that's one one good tip that I mm-hmm. could 
I could offer or things that I have that I do personally mm. to help myself get closer to that thing. Yeah. On purpose. When I think about a purpose or calling or living more intentionally, I think what's really helped and me and what I see helps a lot of people and it falls under or falls like in that same realm of what you're talking about is contributing to something greater or serving others around you. Yeah. Serving a greater need. Yeah. And it ties you back to the collective, ties you back to the world. So it's not just you like in your room on Instagram or something. It's Mm -hmm. like, oh, I actually am part of something greater. I'm giving back to it. I am. I'm a part of it. There's this feeling of, yeah, unity in that. And the vast majority of us have that as a very deep desire to serve others, to contribute to the world. And so everything falls under that. And I think it really depends on your unique essence or blueprint of how you're going to do that and what's actually going to be fulfilling for you. Like your own unique gift. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so... What's yours? What's mine? Yeah. Like my unique gift? Your unique... Well, (laughs) yeah, your unique gift if you're... If we're... If you're trying to get closer to purpose and your thing is to give back and get you closer to the world, what is the thing that you'll do? I really like volunteer work. Hmm. So if I could do it nonstop, I'd be right back at Habitat. Yeah. Donating my time there. Um, As a thing to do, I would say what resonates with me is just sharing what I've learned. Mm -hmm. And that resonates a lot with me. Like this podcast. Like (laughs) uh, Here we are. Yeah, that's right. You don't have to be doing this. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I think that resonates the most with me in general. And as a thing to do. Um, yeah. And more, more stepping back, like where does that stem from? I would say just working on myself internally. And that creates the things that I'm learning that then I can share. Didn't you used to volunteer your time at a youth shelter? before i i worked first met i worked with foster kids yeah yeah i like volunteered yeah i I don't know why that just like popped out of my head (laughs) yeah yeah how was that back then did that was that something that helped you get closer to purpose it is stirred a lot in me yeah Mm -hmm. it moved me a lot because it was it felt like connection i could yeah i felt like we were learning from each other and it, there were these kind of events that we would do for foster kids where it would be, they were really cool. It was like, we'd have a speaker that was like, they used to be a foster kid, but now was like grown up and kind of had their life play out more. And they're saying, they're kind of like giving encouragement and inspiration. Like, uh-huh. like, look, like I, you know, did this with my life and look where I am now and just like giving 
yeah, giving advice and giving like inspiration. It was really cool just to like see uh, see these like speakers talk to like a younger version of themselves. Like what would they have wanted to tell themselves when they were like 10 years old or like 15 uh-huh. years old? And so that was the main thing around the event, but we'd also like hang out and like play games and talk and yeah, just give all the kids a chance to connect with adults that were not their like their um like foster parent or like yeah it's their role models people that they can look up to mentors yeah and that's super important to have those kinds of relationships so yeah definitely inspired me a lot and it was definitely one of the first times when I actually felt like I was serving others in a way that felt purposeful to me. So it definitely like, yeah, something like awoke in me from that process. Have you thought about getting back into that? I haven't Maybe thought about that. with what you're doing now. Yeah, I haven't thought about that like recently, but it, it'll cross my mind every once in a while. But yeah, I think... Definitely, I don't rule it out. Yeah, I, I like always ha- has a place in my heart for sure. And I, I feel like I have a lot of like fond memories from that. Yeah, that time. And helped me a lot too to get where I am now. And so, yeah, I could see maybe in the future. Yeah, if it helped you, I'm sure you helped them. I'm sure those kids needed something to to latch on to. Yeah, it, they they changed a lot. It was cool to see, like, the direct impact of just seeing what just listening to someone can do. Like, especially when these kids, they really didn't have anyone to listen to them. Yeah. It makes me think about the next thing that I think is really, really helpful is the people you include in your inner circle. Mm -hmm. And that's huge. It's so huge. It's like being a foster kid. There's like no telling what their inner circle looks like or they don't really get much of a choice sometimes to choose what their inner circle it's just like the other kids there yeah what it looks like taking care of so having the opportunity of like people like you or like those other speakers come in and talk to them breeds probably is a breeding ground for maybe a little more positivity yeah in their lives and so conversely like for ourselves or anyone else listening i think it's best to pay attention like who's on your inner circle and including more positive people in your life that are maybe doing similar things that you're doing or focusing yeah on creating yeah a better relationship around that definitely helps a lot it's like are the people around you inspiring you and can you see that in your own life like you're more energized to do the things that you love like that yeah helps yeah a ton that's funny you say inspiring you because I always, I I don't know if I always, but I've said this before, mm-hmm. <laughs> that 
or maybe I said it before one of our previous podcasts, but I'll say it again Mm -hmm. in case it's your first time here. (laughs) The people that you include in your inner circle or the friends that you keep close. To me, if I cannot look at that person and there is not a quality that they possess that I deeply admire um, or I don't look at this person and I can't unequivocally say I want to be like them in some way, shape, or form, you're probably not the person who's meant to be in my inner circle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, yeah the people I, I do, I, I can say, the people I do spend a lot of my time around, whether it's in person, FaceTime, Zoom, texting, whatever have you, they all have some qualities that I do want to to grow into my own qualities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And it's cool, like for you and I, we even share like this creation, like co-creating this. Mm-hmm. And so it's cool when you have people in your inner circle that you can co-create with or that are like share a similar mission or have some kind of similar passions. Let's do this. What's the quality? Mm-hmm. If you do you agree with the statement I said first? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just <laughs> gotta make sure. So what's a quality that I may possess that you admire. Admire that you want that you would like to see in yourself. And then I'll share vice versa. I like your thoughtfulness. Your yeah. level well, what? Elaborate. I like not just for me, but like for your else. Yeah. <laughs> Um, your intentionality about your life and about, about everything. But I think it's just a level of, like we were talking about complacency. Mm-hmm. It's like, I feel that you are the opposite of that. Like you have a lot of intentionality in your life and just in the way that you think. And you're always looking to grow and push yourself. And it, it just stems from that too, that level of like thoughtfulness about where you're showing up, how you're showing up in your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I appreciate that a lot. Thanks. That's funny you say that now because <laughs> I feel like a younger me was not very intentional or thoughtful, mm-hmm. especially with things like complacency that you just mentioned. It definitely was not a trait mm. that I think I possessed prior or paid much attention to. Mm. You but changed. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's come about recently over the past few years for sure. Nice. Um, for you, the one thing that I really appreciate and ad- admire is your optimism. Hmm. I can, I, I, I know I can be a little bit of a cynic sometimes or not always see like the brightest side of things. And I feel with you, there's, it's like, it's, it's like safe to say to a certain degree, like there's not a bad bone in your body, if you will, or there's like a sense 
there's just a sense of optimism with you. You always try and see like the positive or the good or like the light in so many situations. And whenever it comes about, it's always from a point where I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess that, <laughs> I guess that's another way to look at it. <laughs> and it, always, it it catches me off guard sometimes, but I think that's one that I, I definitely, definitely admire and appreciate about you. Cool. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I think everybody keeps a little more, more optimism in their life. Yeah, it's definitely, I feel like the possibilities are wide open for us. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I feel, that feels very inherent to my being. So I'm glad so I can give just that. Just the way you stated that, you're like, <laughs> the possibilities are wide open. They're just like wide open. <laughs> They're endless. Like there's just so much for you. And yeah, so cool. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, so I think that helps too, to live more intentionally is just starting to connect with those gifts that you have or your strengths. And as you start connecting to those and working on yourself, like through a lot of the topics we talk about, just like growing, growing yourself, mm -hmm. that actually shines through more. And as you can start tapping into connecting to your gifts, then you start to naturally fall into the expressions or like the projects or start doing things that are just very aligned, you know, like mm -hmm. because you just are much more yourself in your element. You're just like, yeah, you can't be, you can't go to that job that doesn't like fulfill you anymore because you're like not in that place in a like energetic sense like it just doesn't fit you yeah it seems like all these things you have to dive back into yourself to totally really figure out what aligns for you and what actually makes the most sense yeah it's it's nothing that you can there's nothing out there it's it's all internal <laughs> yeah yeah you can't you can't you can't seek it out there. Out there, there can be like things you can do to help you get closer to it, but it all starts inside with you. Yeah. It's a very deep knowing yourself. Knowing, like we we're talking about, knowing what you actually desire, like what's calling you, connecting to that. And the more that you can let go of those external pressures, family, the culture, expectations, mm -hmm. even like m expectations around money, social norms, like the more you can let go of those things, at least just dream for a little bit and let them go. Ideally let them go just in general. But the more that you can actually connect with what you really want and without all the influence of those things that are not actually helpful because 
yeah, what's purposeful for you is it's it's super internal, deep within you. Yeah. Like for me, the if you were to have to ask me today and say, what is your purpose right now? Or at least what thing I want to do that helps me get closer to that purpose. Like the purpose mm-hmm. I feel would be connecting with people mm. and wanting to get to know people, wanting to get to know their stories and just finding out like what it is that makes you tick, like what makes you so special, what makes you so unique and like what do you want to do or what are you already doing mm-hmm. that gets you closer to your purpose like i don't know passionate people like people that have something going on mm-hmm. yeah i think that's yeah that's my purpose like my purpose is to get to know your purpose <laughs> <laughs> i like that yeah explore yeah that's cool i'm excited to see that <laughs> more and more <laughs> what's yours what's mine? i feel like you got an opportunity to dive really deep into that the past like two weeks yeah. Yeah, this is like a whole nother episode, but um and uh, yeah, I feel like I like the word calling better than purpose. But essentially it's to see people or see a world that's more inspired. Simple, but yeah. And it's more of my focus is more internal. Like, how do I be? How do I just be and radiate that? Mm -hmm. Which is just going to naturally inspire people. So, yeah, it's sharing stuff, sharing, sharing what I've learned, sharing like this is what it looks like right now at least if you're supposed yeah. to radiate that inspiration what inspires you what inspires me yeah that's a good question um i don't know just life in general inspires me i feel like just the journey that we get to go on inspires me a lot just the fact that you're we're human and we're here it's literally like just inherent inspiration but yeah it feels like just the beautiful journey that we get to go on of getting to know ourselves, growing, learning, and everything that goes along with that. It's just, it inspires me a lot to see people go on that, to see my own journey. And yeah, there's just so much magic in it. And there's so, like, there's so much to discover. There's so much to explore. And think when you start taking the fear off of what actually excites you and you just like start going for things then you can really start experiencing that Mm -hmm. like how amazing life really is and how like cool your journey can actually be we're all unique and you're you and you won the lottery of life that like allows you to be here in this moment 
So it's like, what are you going to do with it? Yeah. You could have not been here. You could have been somebody else. <laughs> yeah. But you've got a chance, so make the most of it. Yeah. There's that quote of like, what are you going to do with your one precious life? Whose quote is that? I don't know. <laughs> Something <laughs> like that. Quote. She just said it. <laughs> <laughs> I need to go look it up. But yeah, there's such a preciousness to to your life and you can make it whatever you want you're creating it and yeah that's inspiring too just like learning about learning about it all how are you going to create the life that you love and inspires you the life you're meant to lead yeah and it will naturally come for you like I think there's a level of like a calling, like things are pulling, pulling you in a certain direction. I think mm -hmm. there, yeah, there's a lot of purpose in our lives. We're not just like randomly bouncing around. And if you don't have it or you don't, like if the things we're talking about don't seem to resonate with you right in this moment and you're like, Gina, Sam, what are you talking about? What is my calling? Calling what? I'm yeah. not understanding I feel like my best advice to you would to tr be try everything. Anything that you have the yeah. opportunity to do, try it. Things that slightly interest you, give it a try. Helps you rule out possibilities. Yeah, if you don't know what it is yeah. you want to do, at least you'll know the things you don't want to do. It's good to step into something and then actually see how you feel. It's like trying stuff on. Mm -hmm. It's hard to look at the shirt on the hanger and be like, oh, I think I'm, that's going to fit me awesome. Like you got to put it on and then like, oh, I like the way this feels. That's good. Yeah. And yeah, a lot of the time it does. It does take that for sure. And another thing that helped me was just, an interest and like a desire to know. Like if you're, if you're listening to this and thinking, Oh yeah, I'd like to figure that out for myself. Like I want more, I want a more intentional life. Like I want to feel some sense of purpose. Then just start cultivating that desire in your heart. Like I want to know that, like, what is it? Like start asking yourself questions and you'll see that you'll start getting answers as you just keep that in your mind and in your heart. And a lot of answers didn't come for me for a while. Like I, I felt I was seeking for a really long time for some sense of, mm -hmm. some sense of purpose or like what my calling was. But yeah, you find it. You'll find it. Yeah, and it's all in perfect timing too. Sometimes. It is not supposed to come or more clarity is not supposed to come because there's other things that need to happen first. Like you're exactly where you need to be in your journey. And you see looking back, it is just perfectly working out. So if you feel really far from anything we're talking about, then just know like you're in the perfect spot. Like that's yeah. literally, you just can't get it wrong. It's you're in the perfect spot. So the, the best way I can put it, like she said, if you're far, you're in the perfect spot. 
And if you're listening to this podcast, you're a lot farther along than you were before. True. It's like because yeah. you're already you're already thinking about it. Yeah, it's like on your radar. Yeah. So that's the sure. first step. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I loved that conversation and how we were able to reflect on how to live more intentionally and in a more fulfilling way, in a way that's more aligned with you and your gifts. So hope that gives you some stuff to reflect on. And this is just so important to really have as a focus in your life because there is so much purpose in your life and so many possibilities. Finding Your Edge is hosted by me, Sam Smith, and edited by Dylan Rand. If you liked it, follow the show wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review. It really helps us out. Thanks for listening.